What up, TikTok? Hey, hope everybody's having a great Friday. Hey, don't let anything that's negative in your life dictate the rest of your life. Does that make sense? Hey, we all go through some hard times. We all go through some emotional stressors, maybe at work, maybe at home, whatever it may be. Don't let that dictate who you are and how you react to the rest of the things that life throws at you. Does that make sense? Like if you're feeling pissed off and angry all morning or all day, you're gonna take that energy and you're gonna present it to everybody else that surrounds you, your loved ones, your soldiers, whoever it may be. You're gonna use that negative energy and it's just gonna make everything worse. Try to be positive, pick something positive in life that's going really well, use that positive energy and let that dictate the rest of your day. We can harp on the negatives, we can harp on the bad things that are going on in life. It's not gonna help us. It's not gonna help us move forward. Stay strong, keep pushing, drive on, happy Friday. What's up trash talkers? Hitting you up this morning with a special promo on how to dress when you are doing PT in civilians but you want everybody to know you're an army. This comes from the Buddy Beckwith fashion design of how to work out. So first, you can notice the RI panties. Not Ranger panties, but Ranger instructor panties. The green socks, the knee brace for the old guys. Don't forget the M frames. Now the shirt, don't wear the trash talk shirt while you're running. This is just for the promo. You wanna put on like an 80 second shirt or like your favorite airborne shirt. So everybody knows that you're a veteran. That's the most important thing. And you start with this stretch. Buddy Beckwith taught me this one. Ready to go. So, I'm walking out of the gas station and my co-worker, who's an old MP, but we still claim him, uh, and he's, has engaged the man in conversation. Not much for conversation with strangers, but he's got the he's got the tab, so. As I walk by, I say airborne, and the man responds with, and I quote, Oorah. So, after I instructed my co-worker to slash every single tire before he put the car in gear, I looked for the biggest rock. Uh, as I crow hop to throw it through his back window so he can stop posing as one of us, um, I actually wake up and realize that the man's ignorance had incapacitated me for a moment and I was daydreaming. I mean, because in that moment you got two options. I chose the third option and said, incorrect, that's an incorrect response. And I kept walking, the man said nothing and he pulled away. So you tell me. What is it, a stolen valor thing? No Marine's gonna have an airborne tab and no paratrooper's gonna say, hitting oorah. So, you tell me, stolen valor. Hey y'all, going to work. I left, babe, I left you too. On the, on the refrigerator. I love y'all, I'm gonna go. Hey, go get dressed. Get ready for school. You're doing great. Now we're just chewing around, chewing along, chewing along. Shit! Bad guys! Stop!
the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, Joe, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> What's going on? Special guest today is Chico from SunVet, and today I'm joined by Nick, Buddy, and Joe. So to kick this dumpster fire off, we're going to talk about, uh, we can call it a conspiracy. Some of you might believe it, some of you might not. But if anybody remembers the movie uh, The Exorcist, okay, came out around 1973, I think. So the real situation actually happened in 1949 in Maryland, okay? And it uh, didn't happen to a little girl. Like, I think the little girl in the movie was like 12 years old. It actually happened to a little boy, 14-year-old boy named Roland Doe. And so the story has it that uh, he asked his aunt for a Ouija board. You could have a Ouija board for his birthday. Mm, and uh, the first fuck up. <laughs> that's where shit is. First up. No, and, no. and no shit, like you just said, buddy, um, after he received this Ouija board, shit just went like haywire. So there were like sounds in the house, like knocking on windows, um, stuff like just flying off of tables and stuff. Um, you could hear screaming at night. And then uh, his voice like started changing. So like kind of like in the movie where she's like, oh, yeah. his voice changed and everything. Um, and then all these like red scratches started to occur on his back. Um, so like all kinds of just bad shit. So the family brought in like the local Catholic priest um, who tried to work on this kid, perform the exorcism. And uh, basically, the p priest is just like, fuck that. I can't touch this because uh, Roland ripped off a piece of mattress spring and apparently, like, started beating him with it or, like, throwing, at it, throwing it at him. So, like, he left. And then, long story short, like, a couple months later, they found two priests that came in and were then able to perform this exorcism. Um, and he was good to go after that. Uh, story has it, he obviously kept quiet with who he was. You know, the movie didn't really say who he was, but uh, he ended up working for NASA, and uh, he was actually part of the team uh, for the first moon landing, all right? Um, not on the actual rocket, but uh, yeah. back at NASA and stuff. And then I think he died in, like, 2020. Um, so my take on all of this, I 100% believe in that shit. Um, I had a Ouija board growing up. And, oh. uh, yeah, uh, in Germany, buddy. That's where I grew up. I just wanted to let yeah. you know that. You know, just yeah. Yeah. I forgot. The Ouija and, uh, board, who made that? Was that uh, Hasbro or Mattel? <laughs> It was um, what's the other famous toy company? I'm just wondering which one of those evil corporations is responsible. Yeah, because you could literally yeah, buy it in fucking the toys. Youth in America are us. having to go to a therapist in the 1980s. <laughs> so long story short, I used to play with that thing. I used to play with that thing, and um, I don't know. I saw some weird shit. Like my my cat in the house started like freaking out when we were playing and started hissing and stuff. And it was like my close friend we just used to like play it. David ate the cat. No, 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 I wasn't on drugs, man. The cat um, I was like 14 years old. And then you'd like feel this cold air coming up. And like my buddy and I were like, hey, you're not moving this shit, right? Like we trusted each other. And this thing would just move and we used to speak to the same ghost. And then we kind of like said, fuck, this is getting too weird. And we threw the board away. So I personally believe that this 100% happened, um, that this uh, young boy was possessed by a demon or by the devil. And, uh, yeah, that's my take on it. So uh, I'm going to pass it over to you, Chico. Yeah. Kind of give us what your take. Do you think this was a real thing? Demon spirits, devil, 
drugs, as Joe usually says, but the kid was 14. You know, let's let's just hope that back then, you know, in 1949, yeah. he wasn't too high. You know, so sure I don't know. Yeah. Answer is accurate and factual. Yeah, that's uh, it. 100% plausible. Put it that way. That's the lawyer answer, and yes, for simple, uh, probably, yeah. But somewhere in between drugs and all that, though, because, like, you don't know what neighbors saw and what they were under, right? But, like, right. oh, yeah, spiritual over religion. That's my whole kind of, yeah. Where Islam, Judaism, Christianity is probably talking the same thing back before the telephone game. You know yep. what I mean? Didn't understand. Yep. You know, we were all like, there's a flood, and who knows? But, yeah, for sure. Uh, don't mess with spirit. I, I done took the left because, like, I had a hunch and didn't blow up. You know what I mean? Okay. Plenty of times to know. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it was definitely a spirit. He was possessed by something. 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 Okay. All right. I'm about Good that take. Life. Good take. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, we're not really showing anything on the screen right now, but we'll get over it here in a second. Yeah, we're good. Buddy, what's your take? Um, here, I have two problems with the entire thing. First of all, when I was a kid, I said something about getting a Ouija board, and I thought my dad was gonna like knock me out, like straight up, and I didn't get it. Yeah. Now I now I get it. Like. Why would you, even if it, even if you didn't believe it or you were on the fence, like, why would you fuck with that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That what do you gain? Like, like, yeah, you're not getting anything out of it. All you're doing is like, even if it's like a, a 2% chance that that shit's real. Nah. Like, you can kind of play with fire, even like, if it's 2%. Yeah. 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 Just fucking around, just letting whatever come through. Nah. Mm-mm. No, sir. I'm not good with it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not good at all. Secondly, um, yeah. I mean, exorcisms happen all over the place, and, and it's a, a real thing. I had. Uh, in, Weren't they illegal in like England for a while? Like, I'd have to Google uh, that. I don't but, know that they were illegal. Yeah. I know that, but it it doesn't matter. Exorcisms are uh, Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Native Americans have their it's own. Ish. They do. Yeah. They do. Uh, they have their own cleansing rituals. Almost every religion has its own cleansing yep. rituals to yep. like using sage or whatever to cleanse your house. So yep. if if that many different cultures have come up with the same exact type of like thing, then it, it came from somewhere. Like hundred uh, percent. I think like, stories told over time are more important than stories that are trending. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a whole conversation in itself when you want to talk yeah. about religion because they're all tied in yeah. with each other anyway. You know, yeah. like yeah. let's be and real. It's like it's like the you know exorcisms, the stigmatas that have happened, like Jesus showing up and some toast. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I don't know. It's just not something <laughs> I'm trying to. I you know, like I have a buddy that's got a house that's fucking legit haunted. Um, yeah. And, uh, like, we were fucking around at one point just joking about the ghost and a fucking uh, liquor bottle. He had a bunch of empty liquor bottles in this flat refrigerator, and one of them legitimately flew off and landed on the ground, and Fuck nobody that. was over there moving. And we all went, oh, sorry, Jack Teasley. Like, we're just, we're just joking. We love your house. Everything's great. You're awesome. Really love what the new people have done with the place since you've been gone. Yeah, no, I'm it's a real thing. Like, like I'm going through my real estate license right now. Um, and one of the I things live is in a house that's like a few hundred. Like, if the, if the house is like a hundred years old, nah, dude, I ain't living in it. Dude, one of the things on there is Go. if you have to disclose a haunted house or not to your clients. Like, it's actually like it's presented to you because fucking haunted houses are a real thing. You know, if you just yeah. had a murder yeah. go down in it, yeah. is that yeah. haunted? No, dude, no, I no. A, I lived in a house. Uh, I lived in a house. When uh, when I was at Fort Bragg at one point, I rented a house, and I always got the creepiest fucking feelings in this mm-hmm. house. 
not that like but it was always like i was being watched it was yep. super fucking weird never had that feeling in any other house about a month before i moved out i talked to one of the neighbors who was actually the brother of the person that had lived in that house before the dude killed himself in the house and they had never said anything but it was the fucking eeriest house like nothing ever happened it was it just always felt like you were being watched like it's a real thing no, I agree. No, I'm yeah, good. don't fuck with it, Joe. What's I your take you. on it, brother? Yeah, I believe in it. Yeah, yeah. it's it too many, uh, too many stories, too many people. Um, I, I, I think of one, uh, in particular, and it's, it's a shame that I don't have the location, but the story is, it's, it was a covered bridge. It was in the country. It was in the United States, but I, man, I, it's in the upper uh, northeast, and I cannot remember where. But it's a covered bridge. Like something back, are like back this, are you telling us about the headless horseman, Joe? Negative. Are you about to tell no, us? Not that far back. Not that far back. Uh, this girl or... was taken to this covered bridge by a group of boys and uh, assaulted and murdered. And they say that any male that gets caught there on that bridge after dark has had something, some kind of experience. And mm. so these two guys, these ghost hunters, who were, there was a believer and a non-believer. And the guy went out there and said her name and said, how's it feel to be dead? And the story he told <laughs> after that for six months of the haunting that he went through, he went through therapy, like had a complete mental breakdown, said he was getting physical scratches. Oh, shit. Like this dude was not making this up. Oh, it legitimately, man. like he went through this haunting because he taunted this ghost. So like Buddy says, Wait, I don't why know how much, I'm a visual believer, it, but why fuck with it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Have a, first of all, posthumously, I have enough respect for the dead without being like Buzz Killington, the serious person. I have enough respect for the dead to not like fuck with it and, and taunt yeah. it, disrespect that. But like, <laughs> the Ouija board yeah. is not, yeah. it, dude, dude. Like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not yeah. doing it. I'm like, it ain't going to be in my house. Not going to happen. Um, yeah, because what good's going to come of it? You ever seen a yeah. little kid play with a Ouija board and had to be like, hey, like last week I had no friends, but now I got this ghost. We both. <laughs> it's not gonna happen nothing yeah. that's coming out of it so yeah i mean i had fun, fun when i played with it but then it started getting weird and i was like yeah no fuck this shit and then we just threw it away but it was kind of it was cool man because we would talk I in the know that you can throw them away i thought you were supposed to like get you're like supposed them, like, to burn them and all that shit but we didn't do none of that i just threw it in the trash man but we were talking to this guy named and my boy charlie if he's watching i know he watches this i used to play with him and we were talking to this guy named Ham, and he died in world war ii he was a german soldier and he was like, cool. He'd always come back and talk to us. Like, it was just a weird experience. But then, like I said, it just started to get a little weird. Like, you could feel cold air and shit. And we're like, fuck this shit, man. We're done. And then, obviously, my cat was hissing. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, we're not doing this anymore. So, yeah, I'm not going to touch that shit either ever again. You know when cat, the cat, you know when the cat starts doing the, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Down. And he was like yeah. running around in a living room and shit, Gun you know, like fuck that off. thing's no. about to go on its back. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and that's another myself thing. and have nightmares for a month. Like I 100% believe that fucking animals can see like fucking dude. 100%, dude. Yeah, 100%. Not, yeah. not they're tremendous like, actors and they are much smarter than us and really Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm good. I'm away. good on all of that. No, you I agree. Have the Ouija boards and the exorcisms and new Mm-mm. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the ball game. All right, Nick. What, what What do you got, Nick? Well, first of all, I'm. I needed an old priest and a young priest right now to figure out <laughs> to figure out this streaming shit. All right, so we bought this super expensive laptop that Muffin Fingers, who's in his little stupid pool league right now, 
and he, you know, our producer, and he's trying to, you know, he's mad because he says I made him lost because I'm calling him on how to stream. So right now it's just going to the speaker. So don't worry, guys. If you don't watch it, we get a lot more downloads anyways on our podcast platform, Apple, all that kind of stuff. So just go to that. But uh, anyways, uh, it is what it is. Uh, I yeah, I believe in demons. I think we all have them. I think uh, so, I think some people need to get their shit kicked out of them, you know, to get it out of them. Whatever has to happen, uh, maybe some holy water thrown on them. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm with Buddy on that. It's like why take the chance? Yeah. So well, yeah, didn't she? Don't you? Didn't she like study religion in college? Didn't she? Don't you have like a? I forgot what your first degree was. No, no, no. I just uh, I just had uh, a, back, a minor in it. Okay. Okay. That's why. And, yeah. and uh, something tied to it. Yeah. The nature of Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. Well, yeah. well, that's a good take. So I, I think Joe, you're up for a soapbox today. You I know what? It's funny that you say that because we we were we were going uh, back and forth, and Buddy said, uh, "Joe, if you don't have anything, I do." And I've got something, but I asked him what he had, and I thought, "All right, I'm gonna make mine short and pass it over to Buddy." Because when I said I've got something, Buddy waited six hours and came back with, is it an STD? And I thought, <laughs> I, response because all I, I saw that. I got <laughs> but no, I was actually, um, I was actually approached by a veteran. Um, and we were doing the little, you know, summer bash thing at my daughter's elementary school. And we were talking and um, I told him who a couple of our sponsors were. And he was, he was a little on the softer side. And he said, um, do you guys feel like it's irresponsible? Because so many alcohol-related deaths are, um, you know, involved with soldier suicide to push that you're sponsored by a distillery. And I said, right. I said no. And let me tell you why. I've got um, that, too. Two weeks ago, um, give or take a few days, we were in Colorado. And I got to sit with the guys from 10th Mountain. Um, they're not veterans. And I can tell you one thing. Sitting there talking with Ryan. And the love that you get from those guys, it's so freaking humbling, man. They, they, they treat you like you're a freaking rock star. It's like um, you almost don't feel about, worthy of it. And uh, I can tell you right now that guy would rather go broke than see his product abused and do damage to veterans' yep. lives. Yep. That's how much he loves and cares about the mission. Okay, what we are saying is not, hey, everybody that comes to that door, grab a drink. No, what we are saying is if you're going to drink, if you're going to go get yourself a good bottle of bourbon, then give that money to a veteran-owned company. That's what we're saying. We're promoting our brothers. You know, if if Ryan and them made uh, window covers, we push window covers. You know, because it's part of it's it's part of our mission. We're gonna we're gonna push every veteran-owned business that wants to be a part of this. And they've been on from day one. They're not even veteran-owned, but they understand the mission. So what we are saying is, if you want to have a drink. There's plenty of veterans out there in this country that are making it just as good as you can get from anywhere else, and they need your money. So give your money to a veteran-owned company. We're yeah. not saying grab a drink or you can't sit at this table. Be, be responsible not. about it. Don't I'm drink like Buddy because right he starts okay, sending so. you dick pics at like 2 in the morning. You know, just don't, well, don't do what Buddy does. You know, but, yeah. but what I, what Don't I'm be saying, a Buddy. We're 100% comfortable all, with, with uh, pushing those guys because it's not about like Richard have a drink to sit with us. It's about if you're going to have a drink and be responsible about it, then – Buy from a veteran, just yep. like every other thing that we push. So yeah. having said that, I think Buddy's got a really good honesty cap. And so um, like we're on the floor in some political forum, I'm going to um, see my next two minutes to uh, be Senator nice. Alabama. 
Red, real quick, real quick, buddy. Red says, Joe, you and those shades. I don't know if you know Red. Lesney. I know Red. What's up, brother? Yeah. All right. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, buddy. Go for it. It's all right. No, 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 no. So, so first of all, uh, to, to caveat, uh, it would behoove people to listen, listen to what I'm about to say. Anyway, to caveat off what Joe said, um, yeah, just because we're sponsored by a, a liquor company, right? Like, anything in moderation is fine. If you have a glass of really good bourbon while you're bullshitting with your boys, that's fine. If you chug a bottle of fucking, like, goddamn rubbing alcohol, that's, that's not good. In order to fucking heal, okay, first of all, if you ever say another bad thing about Cordial Joe, I'll fucking come through this. <laughs> the real thing. Um, but yeah, anything in moderation is fine. Like, it, it, if, if we were sponsored by McDonald's, more deaths would happen because of fucking obesity in this country than anything else. And, and you're fine with fucking going to get five Big Macs for $3. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, but you're drinking a diet. You're, you're drinking a diet Coke, so it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like buddy, I got moderation is key. Buddy, I got when we're leading into something about how, you know, just yeah. because something kills somebody, let's ban it all. I don't know. Yeah, it's, well, it's kind of a gray brush that I'm painting with, we, but I uh, think you got something to say. We, 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 had, we had this whole era in the United States where we tried to ban something that people could make on their own um, alcohol, right? And that, that just caused a giant criminal enterprise, uh, a bunch of people making moonshine and shit on their own, a bunch of deaths from, from making poor quality liquors and, and all that stuff. Going well, blind now, and shit when you drink it. <laughs> now, fast, fast forward just over 100 years, we have decided because there was a school shooting, and I will give you the, the, the normal it – it's tragic that a maniac went into a school and killed 18 children. It is. It shouldn't have to be said, but it seems like on social media you have to give your lead in. It has to be it's tragic. Got it. It's tragic that a bunch of children were killed. It's tragic when anyone dies. Um, but everything that I have seen in the last week and a half has been blaming the gun, blaming the bullets, blaming the teacher that left the door open, blaming the police officers because they didn't go in in time, blaming all of these things. And very few people are blaming the fucking maniac that went into a school after shooting his grandmother and fucking killed a bunch of kids. And now the, 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 our, our fucking go-to for any time something like that happens is that we need to ban military-style weapons. First of all, muskets are fucking military-style weapons. Like, at some point, people have used every type of weapon in the, the military. Like, it's happened. All the technology for building and, and making new weapons came from the military. The same as the technology for prosthetics. It's generally come from wars and people getting their legs and arms blown off. But they're not military-style fucking prosthetic legs. They're just prosthetic legs. But because they're weapons, they're military-style weapons. And then we say that we need to ban them. Well, there are a couple problems with banning weapons that people don't want to, to, to freaking look at. First of all, if you ban guns, all you're doing is making a giant group of the American population into criminals because they're not going to give them up. 
secondly, there's no way that there is absolutely no way to go house to house and there's clear not. every house in the United States and get all the guns. We and have like 300 and we have like 400 it, million guns if you include law enforcement. Like that's right. a lot of fucking guns. Yeah. And then and then you can't take that genie out of the bottle. You can't deinvent guns. Third thing, you can fucking print guns now. You can go anybody with a CNC machine can make an upper and a lower. You can actually print out guns and with handguns you could print out a whole thing that's just slide a pistol in and it becomes an assault weapon it's it's not hard to make them you don't have to go anywhere to get a gun you can make guns and you know i heard this uh, uh somebody came up with a uh, a a great thought they talked about getting rid of guns and how all of these other countries which is a soapbox I'm about to jump on, how all these other countries got rid of guns like Ireland and England and all that other stuff. But you know what they have had a problem with since they got rid of guns? You know what's easier to make than a gun? Bombs. Things that, boom. Things that blow up chemicals. Things that you can put in subways, i.e. China and Japan. Bombs like they had in Ireland with the IRA. In Boston. That's a fucked up terrorist organization right there. But exactly. Yeah. Like the people that want to commit crimes and your your plan is to make a law that makes weapons illegal. Murder is fucking illegal. That's bad. Would you would you, you honestly believe that the, the guy that was going in that school had AR fifteens been illegal for eighteen year olds would have been like, I'm gonna go kill a bunch of children. Can't do it. Can't do it with an AR because I'm only 18. I was just gonna murder. I'm not gonna do. It's the it's the craziest logic that's ever happened. Now, no, not the craziest. Wait one second because this one is gonna hit a little close to home for you, Mister. I'm from Germany. If I hear another fucking European or American expat who lives in Europe talk about what Europeans think about America. First of all, fuck off. Well, no, you, you have, still have a country because of America. We don't care. And all you fucking expats that move to fucking England or Ireland or another homogeneously white community in a first world country, shut the fuck up. Nobody gives a fuck. Fuck you. Fuck the country you fucking moved to. I hope you don't fucking come back to visit. We don't give a shit. Be happy there. Be happy there with your no guns, with your fucking 51% taxes, with your fucking goddamn failed European Union. Fuck you and everything else. Fuck you and you're being fucking subservient to Russia and their fucking oil. Fuck you. When he said 10 times old. We you gotta, you gotta finish that sentence with America. And the fact, the fact that you're one of those people that will go from one. What do you mean, those people? About to cross the fucking line. About to cross the fucking line. I don't break character to the DVD. Then you're, then you're quote unquote worldly. You're not fucking worldly. Go to fucking Africa. 
Go to a third world country and talk to them about how they should have fucking healthcare. The healthcare they have there is getting a poultice made out of fucking kangaroo shit and fucking cactuses shoved into their fucking orifices when they're sick, dipshit. Oh, Damn. Shut the fucking fat dick. Go to a fucking real fucking country. Go to a real shitty country. Go to a country where they have it, but where, where they're not all they they're not they don't all look like you and act like you. Oh, we're in Europe and we're fucking we we have all of this fucking ability to just because everybody fucking looks the same and acts the same, dickhead. We're the goddamn melting pot of the entire world, and we get along. Contrary to what the fucking media and everybody else will tell you, when I walk around in the South, you don't see a whole lot of people fucking grabbing motherfuckers up and lynching them. You don't see a motherfucker. People treat people with respect, generally speaking. Yes. It's not like the fucking TV or the movies or your little three-minute TikTok click or little segment where you're acting like everybody's fucking out to get you. People... In the United States, treat other people well. You can tell because every time there's a disaster, people from all over the country come to fucking help out without fucking getting paid for it. So, that being said, keep your fucking opinion to yourself because we don't give Well, that's not very American, buddy, if you have to keep your opinion to yourself. It is actually super fucking No, it's that super European where you can't talk. I got two points. I got two points, and I, I agree with everything you said, buddy. So Every, everything to include the oh, cactus yeah. up the orifices <laughs> for the for the most part um so one i i haven't followed this last shooting as much because it was just it was a fucking tragedy it was horrible like i think of my kids and stuff being in school um but like the pharmaceutical industry needs to get attacked we don't, never talk about that and these kids being pumped up with all kinds of medication you know and mm. then they're psycho and then but we don't want to attack them because uh you know there's too much money in that second point is and this is just a question, all right? So don't get fucking triggered. Do you think that there should be any, or would you be willing to have any type of reform? I'm not no, get the fuck out of here. I'm not saying ban guns. I'm saying like 18-year-olds like who can't even drink can buy an AR or Glock. Like, I'm just, this is a serious question. Hey, hey, did you, did, you know how many 18-year-olds I knew that drank when it was against the law? Yeah. I, grew up, I grew up in Germany. I'll remind you, I was drinking at 14. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, and you I, lost, I, you I, lost fucking World War to people who didn't drink. I didn't lose any Hold fucking on. war. Hold <laughs> on. Hold Personally, on. did Before not lose any war. Just a question. Just a question. Once you sacrifice security for safety, you lose both. You know what? You know what I noticed in Germany is that there were. And I'm not comparing it to Germany, brother. No, no, no. As you shouldn't. Fifteen-year-olds that were drinking, but they didn't make an issue out of drinking, so they didn't go out and drink. A fucking twelve pack of beer and get fucking retarded. They drank a beer on their way home from school, talking to their boys, and then they went home and did their homework. Right. You know they didn't make it a big deal, so it wasn't a big deal. It's the same thing with alcohol, same thing with guns, same thing with anything else. But no, I one hundred percent would not be down for any type of reform. And here's why I would not be down with any type of reform. People keep going to the Second Amendment, who apparently don't know how to read. English good, right? Very it's good. Gooder. Plain English. It's broken into four segments, really two. The first two segments are the why, and the second segment is directive. And it says that citizens of the United States will have no infringement on their right to keep and bear arms. The reason they will None. have no infringement on their right to keep and bear arms, and, and no infringement means no means none, zero, zilch, nada, livre, none. 
nothing, not a not a bit of infringement, which we already have. But it is what that that's a fight for for later on. That being said, it says no infringement on your rights because when it comes time to make a well-regulated militia, it's too late to arm a well-regulated militia. It's also too late to train a well-legged, well-regulated militia. Right. So you should be to say though that, that is the dumbest thing ever because then we should be allowed to have tanks and shit. Because if the government military wanted to take over, like. Your AR-15 is not going to do anything. Dave, that, that, Dave, Dave, that, talk, Dave, that talking point doesn't work, and Ukraine's proving you wrong right now. That's one. Uh, no, two, no, two, no, 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 what you just said was and dumb. Green, hey, let me green. say something. Let me say something. What you we're, said we're, was dumb. What you said, what you said was dumb. What you said was dumb. What you said was dumb. Now we're looking at, yeah. Back in the day with muskets and shit. Or no, whatever, what you like, what you yeah. said was dumb. You you think nope. see what you How just did dumb? because what you just said is the military has tanks and planes. Who the fuck is in the military, Dave? American citizens. So if you think they said, "Hey, go fucking merc all of San Diego," all right, I'm not gonna go do it. No, I'm gonna shit. take my fucking tank and I'm gonna I'm turn around. Rules. So your point You're is your point. Your point is stupid. I, I don't. That we are in itself. no, because we are no, the military. It's American citizens. We are the military, Puppets. right? So yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh, we I have tanks. It. We have tanks. What the fuck? That, did you bro, watch? Like, just, did, like, oh my god! All right. Anyways, oh, uh, hey, this is hey, this is a good segue because like he just watched CNN and brought that talking point up. Well, cool. Thanks, 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 Rachel Maddow. Thanks, Rachel Maddow. Oh my god! Whenever what you had your time to talk, buddy. I know. Now I'm going to come. I got a D&I kind of. Does D&I You get to come in too, brother. You get right. to come in too. I'm going to say. Really get lit. Original question. Are we good with receiving money from alcohol? I'm, a, I'm one cancer and light-skinned, so I'm super sensitive, especially to alcohol. And so, like, with that, whoever asked, what's your insecurity? What are you worried about? Where right. the money came from? If that's the insecurity, then why aren't you asking where the political money comes from and all that other shit? This this entity's here trying to do something good. Like what, yeah. so if the money coming from alcohol, what's the standard? Legal? Is alcohol legal? Shut up. What are we talking about? What are we right, talking exactly. about? Exactly. Now we're talking about how we consume alcohol. Okay, got it, Raj. And I'm gonna flip it. When you get a DUI in the army, it suffers the mental health at large to get blackballed after 19 years. And fucking 12 months of doing something good for your country and blowing 0.01 on base and getting shipped out, blowing up on the first mission. Like, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but if they're going to ask, ask why you're asking that, and then, okay, what's the standard? Just like you do when you say effective immediately, women are, are integrated into combat arms. What's the standard? All right. And then we go down, yep. go there. So where, where we get to, I don't know where we got here, but the common ground is Sandy Hook. That's a tragedy. I heard, we, I, what I didn't hear There's is- There's a conspiracy two, behind that one too, but we won't sure, get into that right now. Tragedy. And then we do agree, I think if we got to the point that there's too many tragedies, where people divert is how to fix that problem, what to do about it. And vets prove that we can disagree without being disagreeable. And that has nothing to do with being vocal. Like that, that is irrelevant. Nick will just call you an idiot. 
Well, you, you think that you think the military is going to just shoot down cities in America well, because that's your that's your point. You, that's your point. You You're saying that we should have tanks. No, you said a talking point. That's what talking points do. Talking points are not specific hey, but, 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 enough. They're not specific. It's a broad oh thing. God. And you're dumb. Oh my God. Go back that's to Germany. They do. When they lose an argument, they just scream over you. No, 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 no. You shut up. You shut up. Why don't you go back to Germany with the best education system in the world? Back to back, baby. Back to back. See, that's, that's America. What, what happened? Anyhow. What happened in What right. happened in Afghanistan with all our? Oh, should we be there? serious, Dave? Should we do, get into a really good conversation and not have fun on the show? Jesus, is that Is that okay? That triggered, is bro? that okay? Do I not Do I not do this every show, Dave? You're already having a bad day. I'm already having a bad day. Already having a bad day with muffin fingers not being here, right? And then you 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 release a racial bad out talking point. Right, and, and then it's like, hey, well, we should have tanks too, then, because the government has them. No, we have them. We already have tanks. We pay for tanks. They are our tanks, anyways. So they are our planes. We paid for them. Buddy, 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 I think you knew where I was going with that. I know that the military would do that. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Nick's missing the whole point. No, you don't have a point. You have a talking point. No, yes. To talk about that talking point is not getting into your head. Because anyway, my head's way too complex for your stupid talking point. Anyways, hey, no, this is a good segue. This is a really good. This is a. This is a. This is a really. Hey, this is. Hey, you insulted me first. You insulted me first. So hey, you started it. All right, you threw the first stone. You threw the first stone. No, hey, good segue. Good. Hey, good segue. Shut up, buddy. Shut up. But no, you don't. No, you don't, buddy. I'll kick you out of the damn meeting. All right. So hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. You can talk about it at the end. Do the AAR, buddy. Do it at the AAR. All right, so we have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. His name is Chico. His name. His name is Chico. Okay, and Chico. And Chico. Chico is a, a former army officer. All right, that like like I don't know if it's like in like the officer code that they just they want to walk a long way. All right, so he he decided he wanted to walk the Appalachian Trail. Right now, uh, the enlisted guys they go over the Rockies. That's all I'm saying. We got Kyle going over the Rockies, right? You know, he did. He's not wasting his time, all right, in, in, on the Appalachians. No, but anyways, if if you go to his if 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 you go to his website, sun.vet, right, son.vet, you can uh, read all about well, how he started his mission, why he did. But he's gonna tell you straight up. And like we do on Veteran Trash Talk, we. We like to bring on some of these nonprofits. We like to bring on people who are trying to make a difference. And then you get to meet them in person. All right. And so when they talk and they say stuff, right, if you don't like them, don't give them any money. All right. Don't donate. If you like them, donate. All right. If you like his cause, if you like how they're helping things out. So Chico, welcome to the Trash Talk Hour. Welcome to the Dumpster Fire. And uh, tell us what you, you know, about your service, what you started doing, why you started doing it. The floor is yours, brother. All right. Are any crusty old ass NCOs familiar with Star Major Sugar Cookies? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Bet. Uh, listeners that don't know me, like, that's a mnemonic for op order. So I'm going to pitch an op order situation, mission, execution, service and support, command and signal. I'm going to utilize that so we got a common language, man. Technically, I'm briefing a Florida RI who already told me that he's going to fuck me up if I get a no go. And um, as long as Greg Washington, which is like 17 minutes. I'm going to do it faster, trying to go for like 14, with them bashing me the whole time. And they call it Appalachian. I call it Trump country. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but I call it real honest people that like were my trail angels the whole route down. Um, so vicinity episode 54, they had their last Juneteenth candidate, Greg Washington, on who walked 1,800 miles northbound. 
Uh, he went from, you know, Mountain Bayou, Louisiana, and to prioritize uh, veteran mental health, with, and he did it with authenticity. Uh, pull out pen and paper, create a copy, hold all questions to land. So the situation, those who don't know me, uh, at some extent, I am a slave mixed with a slave master, operationalized for war, and then asked to calm that shit down to become a civilian. And uh, if you've read or heard about the following, I'm somewhere between uh, J.D. Vance's uh, Hillbilly Elegy, Thomas Chatterton's Self-Portrait on Black and White, or David Goggin with regard to perseverance and grit uh, when he describes it can't hurt me. But somewhere, somewhere along the way, I got Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, J. Bailey, Malcolm Gladwell as my spirit animals. Uh, that means that officer side, I like to make things too complex. Literally and further, I'm a consequence of Decatur, Georgia, along with my sister who invested uh, into this fearful youth of me and gave me a chance. I got a debt to repay. Uh, I literally, <laughs> yeah. literally just landed at 3 p.m. from Washington, D.C., where I attended the funeral of uh, Master Sergeant, or excuse me, Sergeant First Class, Zach Brown. And uh, he continues to, to coach and mentor me. even Salute. After. Salute to him, brother. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. His family gave me the uh, clearance that I could show up about 48 hours ago. My job supported. I, uh, I got the opportunity to speak, and I shared with that family that Zach single-handedly made me feel, made my soul feel comfortable when uh, our journeys cross paths with regard to imposter syndrome, the real shit, like the shit we don't put in Black Hawk Down, uh, yep. and then being in the right place at the right time, that serendipitous spiritual shit. In short, we both agree poor is poor. Uh, that the cousin of, of the poor urban minority is the rural poor majority. A place where that shit becomes alchemy is uh, in the infantry. And, and where those without resources fight on behalf of those well-endowed. Yep. Uh, who generally lack any allowance of their own skin to get partake in this game we call the defense of our collective American dream or consciousness, social fabric, whatever you call it. So grunts, don't get the shit twisted. Always remember... A solid method to win is, at scale, is to divide and conquer. Uh, yesterday's celebration of Zach, uh, that, that was a spiritual uplifting, as dark as his humor was in the moments of solace that only veterans like us comprehend. Uh, his spirit must have gotten in my damn head, kind of like the exorcist shit we were talking about earlier, because on the ride home, I literally just changed it up, and this is what you got. Before, you, uh, before we move forward, I need you to just understand three points that we can disagree, but you just got to ride with me for the whole shit that makes sense. You got it. I can be empathetic uh, to a woman uh, if we have shared common ground, but I can't be empathetic to carrying a baby unless I'm talking about like carrying a rucksack on the front. And that's sympathy. It's not empathy. Uh, I, and so I can't say I understand to a woman, right, on like what that is. Uh, number two, Greg Washington's view on death. Zach Brown died once in the physical form, but the last time we say his name is the last time he really dies. Uh, number three, triangle of isolation, financial stress, and toxic relationship is what Greg Washington kind of coined as complex grief, and we just got more of it. And we're not like we're not like so inclined to go talk. That's it. That's the whole fucking game. Uh, with that being said, first I'm gonna give you the officer version, then, then fucking Zach's gonna do an exorcism on my ass, and I'm gonna give you the NCO version. Somewhere in between, you can decide, decipher the truth. Charlie might carry on. Once you figure that shit out, pass it on. Situation done. Mission. I'm talking to Zach on the plane ride home. No shit. 
Project Something Out of Nothing, a Project 501c3 Toughest Kids Initiative, served as a veteran mental health change agent, professional advocate, aspiring to lever my unique journey to influence Americans at large to gain perspective, knowledge, and understanding, believing that empathy and not sympathy will bond tighter and unify the social fabric. I, I note that I didn't say love. We don't need love. Uh, we need empathy. The, the Army generates empathy at scale by doing this whole spirit of core exercise, uh, camaraderie, which is nothing more than hardship plus proximity, basic, ranger, whatever fuck you went through. Two variables veterans connect through, and, and it allows us to, to distinguish the entitlements of life, like politics and, and mask-wearing shit and gun rights and whatever fuck, uh, and agree on tragedy and all is fair in love and war. And because literally pledged, we, we all pledged that we'll die and the need to allow people to keep that entitled argument going. The American dream melting pot. Uh, and, and we're history to report that Rome had 22 Roman soldiers a day incomprehensibly take their own fucking life. The b benefit of like posterity in the movie Tenet sense, that hindsight that we give, I believe would say, hey, hey, what's the invisible obvious? Uh, we'd be able to look back in the future and say, Maybe there's a tear in the social fabric. Maybe then American leaders should mirror its true form and lead society to mend the tear with a objective moral compass. Like, win the fight, hire your enemies, let's go. You know, like to, to give you counsel to make sure your, your shit makes sense. Uh, I think that, you know, my draftee father came back from Vietnam and he was thought down on by a play, great place for black people now, Atlanta. Uh, after returning from war, man, to the point that he couldn't find a livelihood, he, he served a hellacious cause, right? And then that black father of mine couldn't get a fair shot in the army at that time because of the basics that empathetic leadership weren't developed, man. That whole NCO and officer merged, like Justin, before we got on the, the thing. Like, so much so that my platoon started rode the Appalachian Trail with me, right? Uh, that selfless servitude, in my opinion, it just, it wasn't there back then. But today's American veteran like us, we're the most inclusive group subsequent only to the parent category of American. I'm going to say it differently. Uh, American, you know, American veterans are the most inclusive category of humans, less simply describing a group of humans as American. And, and what can we do? All right, cool. Veteran mental health could be prioritized collectively by, one, reflecting the void in our social fabric, two, proactively prioritizing resources to generate veteran connectedness like you guys. Three, shaping conditions to uh, mental health in both veteran and similarly situated first responder communities. And four, scholastically shape the, the fundamental national interest that is veteran mental health. Like, why is the VA the only one counting? Seriously, I thought it was a priority. National interest type. So execution. This is when Zach was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he gave me that long, like, sir, like that, that impolite kind of shit. Just tell me what you want me to do to stay present and maintain. Fuck. Me. I didn't say it, but in my, my soul went Wilco, right? One, I never envisioned living past 18. I keep waking up on the right side of the ground. I'm grateful for what's in my life. What's in my life? Gratitude through obfuscation. Every time I hit a fucking woe is me, man, like that low point, you know, and I can't see the peak that's in the clouds. Uh, I do what my transition game is sick. Uh, spiritually, they call it alchemy. Academically, they call it transmutation. The new trend, they call it mindfulness. Quakers call it gratitude. Whatever, inner light shit. Um, where did I get it from? One little short stint I had in a children's home. 
kids, 16-year-old black kid, Atlanta's dad coming to freaking pick him up. Biological son. This is lottery ticket shit. Kills himself, walks across 285, eats an 18-wheeler, go. The judge that was sitting on my case took me in, gave me a book called A Million Little Pieces about a heroin addict. You remember Requiem for a Dream? That book. Putting his life back together. Dude, up until I was 32, I blamed myself because I got to read the file as an intern uh, for the city of Decatur Police Department when he committed suicide. You know what I mean? Like, And I was like, oh, shit, if I put it together, whoa. But 32 is when I kind of let that child, you know, gave him some grace. Uh, the colonel, you know, who walked me through as number one in the nation to go do these speeches at the Under Armour All-American Bowl, whatever. Him killing himself, man, that, that was the one that, like, was fucked. And that was about the 22-a-day time frame. And I can't do shit. We're federal, man. Uh, the community that invested in me on the positive note, man. Decatur. The, the people. The, the, I'm screwed, the dude that lives on the couch at your house when you grew up. Uh, the 40-plus young men and women that I actively coach, mentor, train right now. Uh, my father, who taught me, let a sleeping dog lie. You got to play to win. Get on these podcasts. First one today. Uh, and when I eat, everyone eats. You know, uh, transmutation, uh, you know, officers eat last type shit, right? And then when I heard him, and then number one in the nation shit, everybody kept asking how, how, how. And instead of saying, sorry, first class lead, NCOER'd my packet, uh, I said, a man's success is measured by his ability to reject mediocrity. Fuck status quo. So, Zach, uh, you are now my last fucking point of gratitude. And there's so many people that came before you, man. Uh, I take presence seriously, if you can't tell, by way of example, with regard to my, my first life, infantry officer, uh, third ID type, uh, eyebola trainer type on the back end that integrated, helped to make the plan to integrate women in. Uh, I was completely content with retiring, man. And uh, I subordinated that that desire to meet the aspiration of being present husband and father, dude. I went all in, chips in. And at a significant emotional event, number seven, the domino that goes next to like, you know, uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, childhood trauma shit. I, uh, I didn't give up on the mission statement. I just kind of perforated uh, husband and father and focused on being present. Whoa, I got I consolidated my fields of fucking fire, Zach. That's what I need, I need you to do, man. Next slide, reincarnated type, because, you know, it makes me feel better to know you get another shot. And if cats do, fuck it, right? Why not him? And, and I don't entertain regret. That's baggage. I got too much baggage. Life is suffering, man. Uh, focus every day to be present. No longer present husband, got it, father, generate presence in general. And two life hacks I got from Alcohol Anonymous since we're, you know, sponsored, right? Uh, don't lean too far forward into the future. It spells out anxiety one letter at a time. Don't lean back. Depression one letter at a time. Stand up straight. Eyes forward, chin forward, chin up. That's present. Uh, unless you got to get down in a three-point stance and kill. Opposite of addiction is not sobriety. That's the second life hack. It's connectedness. So when the guy 17 years in, four deployments, seven deployments, three marriages gets tapped in the nuts and categorically, you got to get creative. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Get tried by whatever, then carried by whatever. You know what I mean? Like depending on the state law since I'm a lawyer, right? Uh, but the opposite of sobriety is connectedness. So commanders, why not fucking give them something to connect to besides barracks with video games and whatever. Isolation, toxic uh, relationships, financial stress, and then five savers acronyms, silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, scribing from book by Hal Elrod, Miracle Morning, execute 10 minutes at a time. That's one hour. Wake up, brush your teeth, drink some water, knock out savers acronym, then read the book, four agreements. 
predates religion. I oh, the old, the old Toltecs. Yeah. Yeah, I read that book. That's a good one. That's right, buddy. In a book. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, be surgical in your speech. Do your fucking best. And then, like, the infantry, like, yeah, kill. Bring everybody home. And then service and support. Ask your team for help. That's what Sun did. That's all we did. Sun. TKI's son literally asked for help. I asked the nonprofit for help. They, they hooked it up. We worked out a deal. We figured it out. What did we have to do? And then I asked my platoon star for help. Afghanistan type, Justin Miller, now rocking UGA as the agriculture uh, uh, veteran, you know, in between mental health veterans and resources. And, and then I, I asked other people like Sniper, now Apache test pilot, Alan Glasgow, helping from afar, Captain America himself, Jason Pomeroy, command and signal. www.sunlabvet, Facebook, T-K-I-S-S-O-N. Instagram, T-K-I-S-S-O-N. LinkedIn, Earl Porter, if you got to see me. Uh, remember, our goal is to raise awareness for better mental health and resources for those in need. And those white star families, not gold stars. I was so insulted when I found that out. Those white star families left behind. Phase one was southbound winter through hike. Intended to raise a million bucks. Didn't make it, but we saved a life. No bullshit. Documentary form next. Um, and, and the goal was to pass it out to 22 different entities. Uh, but like phase two, we're just going to keep it going. I'm going to announce it on 9-11. All right. That's our one year birthday. Phase three, then I'm going to try to do a capital call with all those people who benefit from veterans, but fail to yet adequately influence or enable others to the fight in phase four, building Wakanda for veteran mental health and helping to educate anyone who likes what I've said so far to the idea but they don't know what Wakanda for better mental health could feel like. I don't know what it looks like yet, but I know what it could feel like. And, and Embrace the ambiguity. Yeah. If you don't like me, like yeah. Greg Washington. Right. Kenneth, Kenneth Kuhn, no ambiguity. 1,800 suicidal interdictions, positive. 1,800, he gives out a cell phone. Like those people, like this podcast. If you fuck me, help a vet. Help a vet because if we help a vet and we all agree that's the most inclusive American, we'll probably, you know, fucking get along. No, yeah, we, uh, no, hey, Chico, yeah, we definitely, uh, no, that's awesome. And then we, you, like, the whole no bullshit, we saved the life. No, we know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, once we started this uh, program and our page and our community, right, we've saved, pro I'm pro it's got to be over hundreds now, you know, but like, we literally, we see the posts like, that's God's work. yeah, and the best, the best. The best, the best, the best ones we get is when a spouse, you know, emails us or hits us up on a chat thread and says, "Hey, my husband or my wife is still here because of you," um, and in your page, you know. And uh, but uh, no, a big shout out to our community, our family out there. Uh, one thing that, that that actually triggered me, not the fake trigger that I do for the show that makes Dave all upset. All right, because people like that. But um, yeah, we got to put that persona. Up, yeah, you right? got to, you got to. So uh, <laughs> you know, that's the that's the whole thing. Um, but yeah. it, it was it was a good segue into why we need mental health. One. We need yeah. we need mental health treatment because look at what we just did, right? So buddy's <laughs> screaming, I'm screaming. Dave wants to go back to Germany. Who knows? But like, uh, so and, you know, no, no, but let me, yeah, let me, uh, you know, like when you said that, you know, you were federal and you couldn't do anything about it. Right. Uh, it's a misconception. You, you right. are busting that wide open. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So and that's that's the thing. And I want to touch the, which where you were right is and I keep I've said it a couple of shows in a row now, the difference between empathy and sympathy. 
is the major difference. There's lots of differences, but the major one is that empathy leads to action, right? So sympathy just says, oh, I want to have a hug, high five, you know, like, sorry, you know, yeah, yeah. Empathy leads to action. So when, when, like I said, when, when we found out that, you know, I, this, this show went through a few legal reviews in my neck of the woods, right? Especially at the Sergeant Majors Academy. Uh, and, you know, and it's like, but, you know, it's like, they were like, well, they're really not, they're not saying shit about the government, you know? And it's like, we're not, because it doesn't do any good to bash the government, right? Because yeah. I, I could go there and be like, hey, Biden, Biden sucks, Trump sucks, it doesn't matter, right? Like the VA, there are thousands of great employees at the VA. Right, the, 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 the administration the sucks. Yeah. The administration sucks. It's like a sequestration. Yes. Yeah, I guess the Republicans yeah. did that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no, I, I I love getting that, that those type of like discussions because it's like, well, if I bash the VA or if I bash you know the government, what does that do? Right. I, I, it doesn't. Yeah. It, it, what does it do? Like. I, yeah, exactly. But I uh, know we, we definitely we definitely went outside the box and went went full full go at, at trying to help each other. And that's the thing is, um, you know, like like you kind of said, and I, I want you to kind of maybe elaborate. And this is where it's kind of leading to. But that drive that we had inside of us, it stemmed from us taking care of ourselves in the first place. So it was like, I want to get on with Dave, Joe and Buddy and talk shit. And I feel good every Saturday after talking shit to him. And oh, by the way, let's I mean, let's share it. Don't feel good this no, I, I don't feel good about the the technology aspect of this mission, but not the but the the shit talking still fun. But hey, what 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 you know? At what point were you like, hey, this is actually helping me a lot more than I thought? Ah, uh, I got in. So I left home early age, fourteen. First seven years, fuck mental health, man. Uh, you know, like whatever. It's weird. And then like, and I, that was Quakers too. And now I'm like telling you Quakers got her dope. And like, it's just, I sat there, I got number one in the nation. I found out I was about to uh, stay number one in the nation, graduate with a three nine, even if I got zeros on all my finals. My adrenal glands went shot, which is in my opinion, PTSD is a disjointed expectation of reality, right? So like, over time, one all night or a week to get some grades when you couldn't read a book before college, you might have some like traumatic reaction. Two weeks out of the box, state insurance, didn't know what I had. And then all of a sudden, I'm good. And then I went to the lady who I took like 50, you know, people to over the years. And here's what we do we'll take care of people. But the principle that I had to get beat in my head was treat yourself like you're responsible for yourself. And like, Yep. Sat with her. I was like, so I hadn't talked to anybody about this yet. This is my first memory all the way to number one in the nation. It didn't add up. I never won a foot race. What it was, was I tried to be like Kevin Bernhardt, Justin Middleton, and these other guys that didn't even have a curse word. They were like walking Jesus Christ, nothing like me. But I tried to be like them. So second time around, I'm looking back on that, and I'm saying, damn, that was all off fear and resentment and of, of childhood trauma. Uh, I can see hardship coming. From a mile away, I saw the barrel of jet fuel fueling up, and uh, I would just put it on a foundation of love. Like, with, with no bullshit, I took that SABERS acronym from Hal Elrod and went from 10 minutes for an hour in the mornings to I'm doing S, silence, until I'm ready to talk. I'm doing affirmations until I'm ready to move on to visualizations. So, man, I had a whole day. I got the SAB, and then, like, I eventually got to the point where it would be, like, four hours in the morning, and then eventually I could wrap my head around my, my perspective. You know what I mean? And communicate it and get feedback and 
and it'd be objective and not so subjective. Right. Try not to make big decisions, right? Don't buy a big ass truck right after basic, huh? You know what I mean? Like Well buddy 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 actually has a lifted truck and uh <laughs> And uh, like, I, what, what do you call those again? With a with a sweet sweet set of truck nuts. No, buddy, what do you call those trucks again? The, uh, the baby diaper truck. The baby diaper truck. Yeah, yeah. A baby with a shitty ass full diaper. Yeah. Hey, a big shout out. A hey, big shout out to let. Hey, let. Yeah, hey, uh, big shout. Big shout out to let. To tailgate, it falls out. Yeah, to VTT specific Tita, big shout out to her, Len. Uh, she was just at a, she was at a in Jacksonville at the Margarita and uh, Taco Festival. Like, how awesome is that? Well, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, and uh, well, it was she. She literally hustled more than anybody on this fucking screen has. Uh, and she just, she, she just did a great. She just, she just. Uh, we're not, we don't have anybody in Atlanta, but we can get there. Um, we will. Yeah, we will. So yeah. Uh, hey, put something out there for like nine eleven. If you ain't got nothing, somebody. In Atlanta, somebody, yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll talk after we got each other's numbers. We'll get, uh, we'll definitely hook something up for Atlanta. Um, and uh, but yeah, hey, pleasure having you on. Uh, it, it was, it was good to hear like uh, just your story, your perspective. And again, those of you yeah. watching, Boats is on. What's up, Boats? What was the second paragraph again? Uh, Chico, you um, <laughs> you also shattered two records. You also shattered two records. Uh, Words per minute by a guest, you broke that by 7.2. Um, <laughs> words spoken by a guest in a significant period of time, you broke that by 47,000. So that was incredible. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, you guys, you that quickly. Yeah, you guys, you guys, uh, don't know you, you, you don't think Joe's doing anything when he's not talking, he's actually just counting your words. So, uh, Joe's got it, but uh, no, hey, and the man was and and then again, hey, everybody watching, hey, thank you so much for watching. And yeah, you see that going across the screen, what Kyle's doing with the Ultimate Sacrifice Foundation. All right, we've already talked about it a hundred times, we're going to keep talking about it right now. The fundraiser to get his family, who he's left for the last 30 days, out to San Diego. All right, they wanted five grand, I think we're up to 1800. On that, out of that five thousand, uh, time's running out on that. So let's uh, let's get Kyle's family out there to meet him in San Diego. Uh, that would be a really, really big help. And then you can see text Warrior to eight zero one eight zero one to donate. Right now, what just like Chico's doing? There's a lot of nonprofits that are doing this mission, right? And it doesn't matter which one you give to. It doesn't matter which one you want to act with or do stuff with, right? Validate them. And like I said, empathy leads to action. So the little bit of the AAR comment here is he got some skin in the game. Chico did. Decided to do something just like Kyle does for the Warrior Ride. And, you know, Ultimate Sacrifice Foundation. Well, yeah, we can get into that discussion about moving to contact. I'll br we'll bring you on the fifth principle on that one. But, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that was a fun one. But anyways, let's not get too jagged. Uh, if you have to go, otherwise we could keep this going because I, I wouldn't mind having Buddy continue his conversation and then we can get even more triggered about stuff. But um, just know, like, absolute pleasure. Go to sun.vet, S-O-N dot V-E-T, right? And and check it out, guys. And th this, it, this is, you know, another veteran putting skin in the game to help. And it's the med Literally. the and and I, I said this uh, on the speech in Golden, Colorado. I, yeah, I, I said the speech in Golden, Colorado, where I, I was like, look, the VA is good for me, right? The VA helps me. I, I, I get everything I need from them. I get counseling from them. 
I get speech therapy from them, right? Like they they fit they they meet my needs. But there are veterans out there where they don't fully meet their needs. All right? And that's and that's where we come in. Don't blame the VA for that. That's just all they can do, right? We can though. We can help. All right? There's other organizations out there like SOBA, right? There's other organizations like Stop Soldier Suicide. There's, you know, like Sun.Vet, right? There's things we can do and get you to the resources that you need. And like, yeah, like, like, like Chico said before, is like, you know, mastering yourself. And then like, we always say that too, the demon is your responsibility. Yeah. All right. You need to get it out. And then together as a team, we can all crush it. So, change uh, starts within. change yeah. starts within spot on Dave. So, and, and again, those of you watching for the first time, I, I actually love Dave. We just have fun with it. You know, so we all love each I, other. I figure this if is, I, uh, this is, but you know, stays. and then, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to lead buddy into this one. Uh, just, just, and it kind of goes with uh, Dave's point is, uh, you know, when I, uh, when somebody says, why do you need this type of weapon? First of all, none of your fucking business. All right. Two, okay. When people came to burn down the suburbs, right. Do you know what all those, even there was all different kinds of colors of people in those suburbs. Like Buddy said, it's not just white people. Okay. When they came out with fucking ARs and said, come on, bro. Try me. All right. They went to the next fucking house. Okay. That, that, that's, that's why. That's why. <laughs> so it's like, it's not just against the government. It's against mobs. It's against corrupt police. It's against, you know, why do you think all these terrible police situations in cities like the Ferguson report, you know, why do you think they disarm their citizens? Right. So that they can police them the way they want to. Okay. That's just yeah, the way it is. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, and I, I literally don't, uh, real quick, buddy, I don't agree with anything you just said nick i don't disagree i know i, I, I know like i said i was telling people that were new to the show that i'm just yelling at you for fun just lead into buddy real quick. mine was mine was that the constitution evolves and it changes after time so like that one liner could turn into mobs fucking riots whatever because yeah 100 percent, dude i want my ar well, and i have an it ar it doesn't like, change it's left vague it's, it's left vague. It should, on it, yeah, like we adapt after time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, people also make the argument that um, that when the the founding fathers wrote the Declaration of Independence and the and the the Bill of Rights, that they didn't know about AR-15s, AK-47s, rocket launchers. Right. Tanks. I've heard that argument. Yep. Yep. They also didn't know about cell phones, wiretaps, internet, all that stuff. Does that Why mean is that, that? Does that mean Pornhub? The uh, that the yeah, illegal they, search and seizure, only fans, yeah. That, that the Fifth Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the First Amendment, all those are canceled also because the forefathers could not have known about the internet wiretaps, of course, uh, drones or, or any other way that a uh, yeah, police officer or military can illegally search your house without being in your house, right? No, it doesn't, it, it, it's left vague for a reason. And there's also a point that I heard the other day, especially when talking about this school shooting, and uh, it's it's a pretty interesting thing to think about. I have a 13-year-old who's in school, and every year he goes through active shooter drills. Yeah, my kids do too, yeah. Do they? Yeah, they probably have for the last probably five, ten years almost, ever since, well, they started them during, like, after Columbine, but then they really got into it uh, in the last, like, five years. Well, what do all of these school shooters recently have in common they're all 18 19 20 years old which means that they were all active participants in active shooter drills which means mm -hmm. 
they know how to defeat active shooter drills because they were trained in exactly what to do and what not to do. They were also trained to, to oh, if uh, if somebody calls out, don't answer them because it could be the shooter. They know what's going on in the classroom. They know what all of the students are doing because they've been through the training. It's very easy for any of us to become an insurgent, right? Because we've seen what insurgents do and how they operate. So we can operate the same way. Right. Yeah, and then it's and then it's publicized in the media so much. Like when people jump off like, you know, high risers and stuff, they get closed down. You know, I don't know if you guys know that, but I'm pretty sure they get closed down for a couple of days because when they, you show it on the media, person just committed suicide. It actually to other people that are watching that are kind of like on the cusp of maybe doing it, they follow mm -hmm. suit. So then you show these school shootings all the time. It's plastered all over the news. You got these psychotic mm -hmm. kids that are on medication and shit. They're like, oh shit, yeah, That's I'm gonna fucking other. do it, you know. And people yeah, Dave, Dave, yeah, either. Dave said that earlier. Dave said that earlier, yeah. Dave, you, you said a mouthful earlier when you said something about big pharma. Yeah, with the other commonality between almost, well, I'm saying almost every because the last time I checked, it was every, but I don't know about this newest one. You know what? Yeah, the I don't know commonality about in almost every one of these mass shooters is male. Hmm. No, they're all no, no, not that they're male. Because not they are all, all, all male. Most, I don't think we've had most any of them are predominantly are. That's because women don't know how to use guns yet. Be, Science. Oh, that could white be males. Yeah. Diversity not inclusion day. No. Nope. 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 The, the, the last year was not white. That's not actually not true though. No. Uh, but anyway, no. buddy. I mean, predominantly, yes. Predominantly. And then all the shooters in cities that don't get reported are not, usually not white. Almost a hundred percent. They're all on uh, psychotic drugs. Yes, they're all on anti-psychotic. Yeah. Oh drugs. wow! Sleep. Every single oh, yeah. fucking one of them are all on fucking medication. Yep. Yeah. Every fucking Which one. Which has of a them. consequence. Each one you take. Which one? The, the kid that went to the movie theater and shot up the movie theater in Colorado. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Also like his on... mom. His mom knew he was on fucking meds, and he didn't buy that gun. Nope. He actually got it from yeah. his parents. Same so with like, Sandy Hook. I think like. There should be something there too. Like if you're a parent and you have a gun, and again, not to get into the whole, but like, and you know you have a fucked up kid at the house, maybe fucking lock that shit away. Like there should be a punishment to an extent. Like teach your kids, educate them. Like I can leave my guns out if I want to. Dude, well, why can't you, you know? do training on how to keep your finger off the safety and like right. have a vet teach you? Tyler shot, you know shot, shot my AR when he was four. Like I, four years old. And some of my buddies were like, dude, you're letting your fucking four year old, well, Guess what? He knows not to fucking touch and that shit. Hammer. He also knows how to use it. Remember, know? AR stands for automatic rifle. Yeah, it's a military style <laughs> assault <laughs> assault <laughs> rifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's so it's, 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 yeah. No, it doesn't. Don't don't start that shit. No, no, it stands for assault rifle. Like who leave that shit out there like that? Like there should be like. Don't operate by fear. Fuck fear. No. Yeah. What was it? What was the? It was it was two shooting. Two shootings ago, those parents are getting targeted. They're getting, they're go, they're getting after in court. Like, there's a lot of civil cases against them. Yep. Are they? Like, I never get, I never see that. But that doesn't fit the narrative because that actually addresses the problem, right? That addresses, so it doesn't get out in the media because they, hey, they're actually going after the real cause of this. Like, these parents are fucking idiots, you know, and they had these, like, like, so. Exactly. What about the guy that drove the car through the parade and killed a bunch of people? Did we ban? In my brother's hometown, yeah, yeah, not, you know, like yeah, and you know what I mean. I'm not saying I mean, ban not, ban yeah. guns. Like, yeah, I have, that's not I have really. Buddies, uh, you know, what about the person that owned the car? If it was his parents' car and he stole their car and ran off. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I they don't know how to answer that. Up. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, the reason that everybody gets befuddled. But then, Everyone but then you'd have to compare. You'd have to also, buddy, buddy. Your argument would be kind of, no, kind no, of. You don't even know my argument yet. My well, no, real quick, real quick. Back to the car thing. Be held responsible is the person that does the bad thing. Back to the car thing, though. Thing, it should. Let's talk about incidences, right? Yeah, it should have been incidences, right? Like mass shootings. Yeah, happen way more than a dude taking a car and riding into a crowd of people and kill them. You know, so. I don't know. No. I just feel that, like Nick said, the parents not do true. catch heat in court, which is cool. That's I did not, not know that. Like they, they catch it on the civil side. So uh, yeah. again, the, and they need to. Yeah, need the, to. the the ban the why, ban yeah. the why, yeah, ban it's, the the why. It, like the what I what what frustrated me about the the Waukesha thing is like my brother lives there, my friends are from there uh, in Wisconsin, and my brother was taking my goddaughter to that, and uh, mm-hmm. and she was acting up, so he turned around, right, and didn't take mm-hmm. her there. And he was going to meet up with another friend of mine whose son was there. One-year-old, two-year-old son, one-year-old at the time. No, two. Yeah, two, excuse me. And that truck hit those grannies right in front of that kid. And my buddy, oh. pulled, my buddy pulled his kid out of that street saying that truck come down. Right? Oh, and it's like, and what's, but there's, there's, there's a point to that story that they showed for a minute on the news and then it got away because it was too nice of a story well, kind of in the situation. No, exactly. So when that, when that, when that guy, that criminal, that murderer who did that, right, he then flew, fled to a house, right? And he's a black guy, mm-hmm. goes on the porch. Uh-huh. And what is the white guy in Waukesha? What is, yeah, they're like, hey, are you hungry, man? You want to come in? Right? That's what the white guy in Waukesha did. Right to the black guy, because that's what goes back to Buddy's point in the beginning. Actually, the majority of Americans are very respectful to each other. Right? There's a lot of dumb shits out there because that's uh, that's but fear, that's though. what that's what that's what freedom breeds. Freedom yeah. breeds the ability to be retarded. Okay, like yeah. like it does. You know what it does. That, Nick? And I and well, like, hold on, hold on. I, I think you're right, but here's the thing. You know what I think has a a bigger uh, effect on that. For how long have have we coddled the weak, the indigent, and the fucking? So, you know, people like to say that the world is broken down into sheep and sheep dogs and wolves, right? I think that you can make the argument that the, the world is actually broken down into producers and consumers. And at some point, when the consumers look down upon and treat the producers like shit. The producers are going to get tired of it. And like LA, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, uh, Austin, Dallas. They use that term that it was used on me in Sears school. You don't even know how to produce your own shit yet. Not figurative shit, literal <laughs> poop. You don't even know how to make a poop. You can't hunt, you can't plant food. You can't harvest food. You can't can food. You can't do any of that. Yeah, I agree. When it comes when it comes down to it, if if the majority of America, the guys that own weapons, the 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 people in the the Midwest, the rural Americans that all of the people in the urban communities look down upon because we're stupid and we don't, we, and we we aren't as socially a fucking don't have the social social acumen as they do. You're not educated. We're not as, as quote unquote educated as they are. 
they continually look down upon those people. When those people get tired of being looked down upon, they go, you know what? Fine. I'm going to make potatoes for the people in my little community. Everyone else can go fuck themselves. Make your own fucking potatoes. People in New York can't sustain themselves. Oh, I agree. If, we, if fucking truck drivers decide that they are no longer going to drive into fucking... Your mic went out, Chico. Any of those places, oh. If they decide that they're not going to go into those places... Still muted. Guess who's fucked? It's not going to be... It's not going to be the people in middle America. It's going to be the people in all of those big cities who keep thinking that they can push their policies on the rest of the United States. It's not going to be a good look. Have fun trying to fucking fight for the resources that you have in fucking your big city. Well, yep. And when you do, what are you going to do it with? Because you're going to do it with something. Chapter one of an, a Buddy's Survival it's Guide. AR, it's not going to be an <laughs> AR-15. Oh, chapter one, page one of my survival guide? Yep. I don't need enough food. Yep. I don't need enough ammo to survive the entire apocalypse. Nick, I still I got MREs. I need enough food and ammo <laughs> I'm just kidding. to get your food and ammo, and I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, at I... the end of the day, when it comes down to fucking whether my family's going to survive oh, yeah. or you're going to survive, we going to eat. Yeah. yeah. That's it, it, why you it, run it, to, like, Rite Aid or CVS. That's the first thing you go yeah, to. Yeah, you, you don't go to no, fucking Walmart and say you get grab the medicine place, and shit. The first place you go is the woods. It's a pet store. <laughs> Get some dogs. The first place you should go is the pet store because they have antibiotics. They've got pet food. Oh, the pet, pet store. Huh? You can eat. You can pet eat it, yeah. Food, pet food you can use for bait. Like you go to the fucking food because everybody else is running to Walmart. You just got SF, Dave. Well, that's CBS. You just, CBS no, no, I, no, I said you got, you just got yeah. SF'd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he just SF'd you. Yeah. You know that fish antibiotics and regular yeah yeah going back going going back to the founding fathers like we talked about before too that's gangster buddy. It, it's like no it's awesome uh yeah. going back to the the founding fathers is you know that that wise guy you know benjamin franklin you know when he said once you if you sacrifice freedom for security you're gonna lose both okay so like you're, you're yeah you're gonna lose both all right and then uh and kind of like what we were doing, yelling earlier, I, I laugh because when I'm in a serious mood, I usually don't talk that much when I'm serious, right? Because I want to hear what everybody has to say. If I and that's another that's another point is when everybody's screaming and yelling like we were earlier. But when you watch it happen on on TV with our stupid politicians, our stupid politicians, yeah, you were yelling too, buddy. Uh, Joe was the only silent one, so he's obviously the smartest. I was just uh, to yeah, quiet. yeah, um, so yeah, had to be the cooler head. All right, that's another thing we read Benjamin. <laughs> Another thing, you read Benjamin Franklin's autobiography. He says that he goes, they, they were yell, they were asking him to step in and you know, you know, get into this argument. That one of the, like the second Congress, you know, and he was like, "Well, no, they're doing their job. They're yelling because they have to yell. They're yelling because it makes it look like they're standing up for their people." He's like, "I'll wait till they're both finished because they're right about something. They're also wrong about something. So I'm going to get what's right about this guy. I'm going to get what's right from this guy, and then I'm going to step in and say, "Hey, why don't we do both of those things?" Right. So, uh, like, again, a lot of times, like we always talk about on the shows, you need to take a step back when these when they start firing out these talking points about, you know, gun control or abortion or, you know, whatever. Take a step back. Right. Like try to hear what some of the smart people are saying. Right. Try to hear what some of the people from the Midwest, from the rural areas are saying. 
because that that that's all they're also American, right? Yeah, like, is, yeah, well, like, you know the yeah. Funny thing about those people from rural America is a lot of people know the theory their trucks? on why something should. They they know the theory on why something should work. They know physics. They know all that stuff. The people in rural America, you can find some of the slowest talking, most southern draw dudes. You know what? I'm Absolutely. Gonna say, my, my cousin Bubba is the would be a stereotypical. <laughs> is his name really Bubba? Dude. Bubba. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I love not, it. But it, it, that's what everybody calls oh, him is Bubba. Well, but uh, the uh, he's a stereotypical southern dude. But I have never met a more common sense, smart, know how to make stuff out of nothing, MacGyver in my entire damn life. That's also the dude that's like always looking at my northern ass going like, why don't you calm down, man? There's plenty here to fix. Yeah. We'll make something out of it. We'll make it work. It's kind of like kind of like we're overseas and our interpreter comes up to us and says, you guys want to have turkey tonight? There's turkeys over there. And we're like, okay, well, those things are still clucking. And he's yep. like, yeah, that doesn't matter. You he got did that shit in Barcuba. Yeah. So here we are walking. Yeah. Here we are walking a turkey with a 550 cord girth hitched to my wrist and girth hitched to his neck, walking him to his death. Interpreter stops, grabs two rocks, pulls a grate, a grill grate out of his backpack, gets some straw, makes a fire, says a prayer, whacks his neck, pulls the feathers out. Like two hours later, we we're eating the best turkey. Shout we ever out to Lowy. That's, that's country boy for you right there. Yeah, well, they like, know we'll how make to make work. things work. <laughs> We're going to eat. Like, like I said, they, they understand. Like like I said, like I used uh, Bubba as an instant, and I'm going to use a, a, a story from old Bubba. Like I have an uncle who is a, uh, a doctor. He's a, like a legitimate uh, lab. Like he, he studies AIDS research, like right a bunch back. of stuff. If, uh, if you talk to him, he's the smartest human on the face of the planet. This dude uh, had, a, had to have a well at his house, and he put this giant pipe in the well and couldn't understand why he wasn't getting any water out of the well well bubba came over <laughs> just graduated high school bubba looks down the well and goes well you're trying to pull too much volume out of that pipe you got to make a smaller pipe because you don't have a, a the pump isn't big enough to pull that much weight of water out because the volume is too much like this is a doctor a learned person with a a learned yeah 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 and and he can't figure out this simple solution to the problem. And then, you know, a guy with common sense and has worked on things and has, you know, practiced things through experience. Hashtag fifth principle. Can't look at it for two seconds and go, yeah, yeah, the volume. Oh, let's do it. Put a smaller pipe in there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think people have gotten too smart for their own damn good. And they don't understand that, uh, that, that knowing how things work is different than knowing how things should work correct so and then, and then uh, that there's that book that's popular in academia now and again I, I gotta i do have to caveat every time buddy says this because he's not wrong Ooh. right but i do have to caveat just so that but don't go through life thinking that you shouldn't educate yourself because even buddy his old southern ass hick from alabama he's in college right now all right so it's like you you still need to educate yourself because it goes back to the old warrior saying that it's impossible to be peaceful, all right, if you don't know how to create war, right? Mm -hmm. You're not peaceful if you don't know how to create war in the first place. 
right? So you're, then you're just you're just a you're a, you're you're a thing, right? You 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 can't do anything. You can't stand up for yourself. You can't. You're never gonna be a warrior, right? Same thing goes with academia. Right. You saying you got to go to college to educate yourself, or can yeah. you? No, 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 no. It's that, but same thing. Like you can get a reading list off of Yale, right, for a class, yep. and yeah, and read the and read those books, right? I was just, I just, I always caveat for the people that are listening, saying don't don't take Buddy the wrong way there. Like he's hundred percent right with 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 you know uh, you know his uh, butt with Bubba, but again, it also helps to understand why the thing works that way, right? It does help. So don't just think that you can that we don't educate ourselves, right? We still do that, right? Like I said, buddies in college. So it, yeah. so it is. It's a great point. You, the, it, it, you know, it, when you combine common sense and education, that's how that's how all of. That, you know, how do you think we got to the moon? It's good that you mentioned combining the two. Yeah, how do you think we got to the moon? We had a bunch. Of <laughs> Nothing against you, officers, sir. You know, you educated guys, but when it comes to the common sense, we know. Yeah, oh, flipping Jesus mathematician, and then you had a bunch of like common sense rocketeer people that came together and sent people to the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't happen by accident. And 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 here's the thing: they were all German scientists. Let's look at let's look at, at technology and 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 our our evolving forward in a in, in a history. Time. You're Italian, Dave. Right. The 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 people back in the 20s and 30s, there were very few people that went to college. They went to technical schools. They learned how to do jobs. Very few people went to college. As we have switched to more people going to college and less people going to technical schools. What advances have we really made in the last twenty years, other than TikTok and and Snapchat? Uh, Tesla. Um, I think I think, buddy, I think in the last twenty years, rocket ships that look like penises, buddy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those rocket ships were all developed from technology that's a hundred years old. Yeah. Uh, hmm. And then again, we also don't know what technology is. Even you talk about you talk about Tesla, like Elon Musk. There's a reason the company's called Tesla. When was Tesla alive? Yeah, long time, long ago. time ago. Yeah, and he's the guy that was coming up with electricity. No, I like that. I like that Facebook meme that says, "You know, in in 2022, we're gonna have flying cars. Instead, we got we got hookers with uh, neon lights in their crotches so that they go blue when they're walking around." It's like, hey, well, it's like I thought I thought we were supposed to have flying cars by now. Instead, we just say, hey, "Turn my we pussy." Also, but, hey, also, I'm pretty sure though the last 20 years have been the biggest spike in technology. It's like, like the 2000, 2000. I don't. Area. Oh, here we go. There we go. I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, yeah, AI, artificial intelligence, virtual reality. Blockchain. Blockchain blockchain technology, yep, for sure. Brand fucking new. Brand fucking new. Hold on. Hold on. You're going to compare the technology of blockchain, AI, and Tesla with the technology of riding horses in 1903? In nineteen oh three they also built dams and hydraulic pressure stuff things in nineteen oh three. Like they like so that they were they weren't just they weren't just riding horses, buddy. Yeah, this brings back that other argument about you know the aliens one is that it's really narcissist to think that our our generation or your generation is the only one that could have thought of something intelligent. Right. So yeah. like 
two thousand years ago, there were still smart fucking people running around, right? Like there was a bunch of bubbas walking around, going, "Hey, hey, let's do that, let's do that." And they might have got inspired by aliens. We talk about this all the time. Who knows? But there was there was some smart dudes walking around, and I and I like how you brought up the Toltecs, the Four Agreements, right? Um, For those of you don't understand what that is, the old Mexican wise men. Right, and they, they when the Spanish came, they had to go hide off in the mountains and stuff like that because they're gonna get you know their heads chopped off, you know religion. But um, so like he, they said that if you want it, and this is this is important for veterans, and it's important for anybody struggling with any type of mental health. Right, if you actually take an honest look at yourself at the agreements that you've made in your life, okay, you are going to surround yourself with people with similar agreements. And in order for you to break that mold, to break that agreement, you got to cut away from it. Right. You got to you got to start surrounding yourself with who you actually want to be. And I think that book does a really good job of saying, hey, some people are really happy being that way. You know, so like, don't try to change them like they they like. Yeah. 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 Google 2010 AI, commerce, blockchains, virtual reality, all that stuff. So it's saying that's like the the height of like the technology in the last like 20, 30 years. Hey, hey, Joe, Joe, how, how are we doing on the fights? But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, Nick. We are still You're fine. One, but um, we... Ch- the- Chico, we do a UFC fight show on Fridays. I missed the prelims, so we're, we're still in one, yeah. but it's got baseball involved. Oh, we got baseball involved? There you go. There's. Yeah, I, 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 had to, I had to scramble. I didn't have a whole lot of fights left. I didn't yeah. know the fucking prelims started at one. Yeah. Is it, it was- the space program in the last 20 yeah. years has evolved. All right, Jets. <laughs> to what? I, I'm not gonna read this whole article. I'm just basing off of like what these universities. Buddy, but but hey, but Dave, but Dave, Buddy's well, point is saying that evolved. I'm pretty sure it has evolved to a lot. I mean, we're fucking about but, to go to Mars in the yeah. six, seven years. Buddy's you know, Buddy's po- Buddy's point is is that Buddy's point is that we've stopped being able. We stopped building things and we just started yeah. like going to college. But then what I what I always tell people is again, it's the narrative that it's the yeah yep. It's the narrative that the media also sells that a plumber's not educated. Okay? A plumber is extremely educated in plumbing. Okay? Just like you're extremely educated in law, right? Like you're extre- like like he still is he or she is still educated. They went to school. They went to school to learn it, you know? And it's like, "Oh, what kind of skills does an infantryman have leaving the army?" Um, I don't know. Lots of skills. Exactly. Lots of management. How about how to operate, you know, just even four people. Like I want to, I can, I can not necessarily lead them, just operate them. Like I, I got law in real time. Right. Like these are ethical, legal and moral. Right. These are things that you learn in the infantry much faster than other people in the, in the DOD, because you're actually at 19 years old. You're in charge of three people. Doing it. Do it. Like, yeah, right, right. And then I don't have to turn around and ask. That was the most beautiful thing in combat is when I'm sitting there going, I know exactly what I'm supposed to shoot at. I know where to shoot. I know how to shoot. And I don't have to turn around and be like, hey, should I kill that guy? You know, it's like, no, it's fucking on. And then we assault and we go, right? That's why, and I'll say this to the baby with a bomb on it. Or the baby with a bomb on it. I'll say it to the... My uh, my, my favorite was always, uh, is this motherfucker really shooting at me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's stupid. This guy... He's way too far away to make this shot, but I'm not. Yeah, my favorite thing in combat was, I tell my guys, I go, hey, look. All right, keep your heads up. And I was like, because when you're in these urban environments, you get shot at all day and have no idea where it comes from. Right? Like, like, you want to talk about PTSD, get cracked out all the time and have no fucking idea where it's coming from. 
right? And, and the way it echoes through the, the alleyways, you're running through the wrong alleyways. The first time we got ambushed, Dave was like, you know, he, he left, he was, he quit, you know? So like, <laughs> no, no, he, the, it was the birth of his son. But uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, which I missed. Yeah, yes, which you yeah. missed. In all those moments. Yeah. So all we got to do is what we did there. Now to yourself, be responsible for yourself. Right. The same shit you did to go to war. Do it for yourself now. Yeah. Love yourself first before anything. Yep. Oxygen mask. Yep. Plain and simple. No, and so like, my buddy. No, see, like, I, I love it how Chico was worried about the time. He was texting me talking about the time, and I was like, uh, Buddy, you got to do the AAR before you. Bounce. And yeah, do they? No, we already kind of did it, but uh, I guess we yeah, did. Yeah, we already did it. Yeah, but buddy, uh, yeah, yeah uh, no, I was saying Chico was like, "How much time do we have?" I'm like, "You're gonna see how much fun you're gonna have on the show. Like, you just want to, you just want to stay on it." Yeah. Yeah. Have to go because we made a plan for uh, anyway. Whatever, I gotta go watch Top Gun one and Take two. Take care yourself. One and two. One and two. See you there, bud. One and two. Oh, it's a Top Gun night, and I, I, yeah. Gotta go very nice. Two. Very nice. But how much you got later, Chico? It was great. Mahalo. But and, uh, and have fun in the Appalachia. Well, he already did it. I thought he was doing it again. He might. He I gotta make up the Smokies. Winter storm is here. I wasn't about that life anymore. I, my my high deductible health plan was too high, man. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. I gotta go make up the Smokies. No. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we, got, Dave. Dave, I think we could wrap it up. We're good. Yeah. I think we could wrap it up. Chico, the last words, man. Yeah. Chico, yep. Again, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. Let's let you close it out with uh, your links one more time, your okay. websites, and then um, yeah, dude, it was a fucking okay. pleasure. Love yeah. it. www.sun.vet transmuting hardship into like another person's changed perspective, yo. So like perception is reality, like everyone said. And we, we admit now that perspective shapes perception. So like let's help change people's perspective about whatever they're going through so we can get their reality, get the plumber and the dude. Let's go to Mars in like what, three years maybe? Like yeah. I don't care. And uh, get along. Boom. Love it, man. Again, it was a pleasure. Let's stay connected. Uh, you can stay it's on awesome. after we, we go offline here. And then uh, to everybody that's watching, go to veterantrashtalk.com. Check out all of our websites. Uh, go to gruntworksclothing.com. Check out our awesome merch. I am wearing the Media is the Virus, one of my favorite shirts, okay? That's a whole other conspiracy, right? And Not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the truth. But anyhow, <laughs> we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. Face Man VTT out.